The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized by him. John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and yet you are coming to me. Jesus said to him in reply, Allow it now. For thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then John allowed him. After Jesus was baptized, he came up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened for him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming upon him. And a voice came from the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, we've pretty much wrapped up telling our Christmas story for yet another year in hymns and liturgies and prayers and Christmas carols and all of the stuff that comes part, that's part of the, the of, of telling this wonderful story that begins with annunciations and visitations and then the glorious things that happen in Bethlehem and there's angels singing and there's shepherds and, and there's oxen and cows and God knows what else in the story. And of course, at the very, very heart of it is this beautiful little child born, you know, the word of God made flesh. And and we can't forget the Magi, of course. It's a great story. And And it really wraps up tonight. The whole story wraps up tonight with us suddenly moving forward to Jesus as an adult standing on the very cusp of his his new mission to, to bring the word of God to the, to the people of God. It's a great story and it's kind of sad after all these days and all these prayers and all these liturgies and all these beautiful hymns and symbols to, to kind of wrap up the Christmas season for one more year. You know, it's, it's a funny thing and people have been wondering about this for forever really. Well, at least for a couple thousand years it seems like. You know, what happened to Jesus from that time we know him in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke as a little baby in Bethlehem? And this moment where we find him tonight, already very much an adult, probably late 20s, early 30s already, already grown up, having spent a fair amount of his lifetime working and living already. What happened during those mysterious years in between Bethlehem and the Jordan River. And of course, the the gospel writers don't tell us. Well, Luke tells us a little bit about Jesus when he's 12 years old in the temple, but that's it. We, We have to wonder, you know, maybe Jesus was like anybody else during those years. That, you know, he picked up his father's trade at an early age. He learned the the skills of his craft. He became not just a carpenter, but a builder. You know, he built houses and he built buildings and he'd he'd work with his hands. And he, he must have spent a fair amount of his life doing that, building, along with Joseph and after Joseph taking on the trade for himself. 
the family business. And, and maybe there was, there was something kind of restless in this man. You know, there's some sort of sense that he's always kind of looking, you know, out over the horizon. That, that there's, there's something uneasy about him. He's not just satisfied being a builder, doing what his father does, being, being a simple human being living in Nazareth. That there's maybe some kind of a whisper in the back of his head, in the back of his heart, sort of saying something to him, and he doesn't know what it is. He knows there's something there, like, like sometimes when you have a, an, an old hymn or an old song rolling around in the back of your head, and you know something's there, but you can't quite pull it out. Maybe it's that kind of a whisper that was kind of moving Jesus to, to look to some other horizon beyond just Nazareth itself. Perhaps Jesus would spend his free time, if he had any, at the end of a long day and go over to the very nearby synagogue and just spend time sitting there reading, well, he wouldn't have been reading probably, but reciting the words of the prophet Isaiah, the, maybe the same words we heard this evening. You know, beautiful words about something bigger for Israel than just the day-to-day, the day-to-day life. That somehow God is at work in all of this. That God, the freer, God, the savior, God, the releaser, God, the lover of Israel, was at work in, in all of this daily life. You kind of have to wonder if maybe, maybe Jesus pondered all this stuff and spent time up and maybe on a day off if they had days off. You know, sitting in a wheat field and looking up at the stars at night or watching the blue sky or looking at the birds and thinking, there's more to me than just me. There's more to my life than just my life. There's something pulling at me. There's something tugging at my heart. There's, there's that whispering in my head that never really goes away, but I can't quite figure out what it is. At some point in those 20-something years in Nazareth, with his work and his mother and his cousins and his family, his synagogue, Something comes to Jesus that says, okay, you know, I've got to leave. I've, I've got to do something new. I, I have something more to do in my life than set stone upon stone. And, and it, perhaps it was hearing of John baptizing down in the Judean desert, the Jordan River that finally kind of yanks him out of his day-to-day-to-day life. And so he does leave home. He has to have left home at some point. Because when we find him tonight, he's, he's not in Nazareth anymore. He had to have walked his way down into Judea.